road to recovery. You might be cruising down it. A friend or family member lost on it. Or the road is, well, still under construction. Relevant Recovery Radio is about getting to that destination of normal health, mind, or strength. Now, Relevant Recovery Radio, here to give you the keys, Larry Weedy Kind. Welcome to Relevant Recovery Radio. Uh, good to be back with you uh, this this beautiful day. Uh, I have a special guest uh, today. His name is Mark Jackson, and he is the CEO of Shoreline Treatment Center, based in Corpus in the Corpus Christi area. It's an adolescent treatment center, and uh, he's going to tell you all about it. We um, we at Matthews Hope Foundation uh, we actually referred a, an adolescent to him. Was it yesterday, Annette? Yes, it was yesterday. yesterday. Received yeah. a crisis call of a grandmother okay. from a grandmother, oh. and oh. was able to call Mark and uh, connected the two. And she was so relieved. I mean, she was so relieved. And the last that I heard yesterday was that the two of them were on their way to Taft, Texas to see uh, Mark Jackson. So Taft, Texas, where is that, Mark? Taft, Texas is just outside of Corpus. Okay, Um, okay. If you know where Portland is. Which is which is the last community before you cross the bridge? You're talking about Portland, Oregon? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Portland, <laughs> Portland, Texas. And we are just down the road in uh, in Taft, in, okay, in okay. San Patricio County. All right, all right. I'm just just kidding there, but so so Mark. Uh, well, you know, be, before we leave that 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 story, um, this this is you know very current news. I mean, so this this mother. Of a, you said, thirteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old? It was a grandmother of a fourteen-year-old. A fourteen-year-old. So she called our crisis line at she Matthews called, Hope Foundation. She apparently had heard our radio show from oh. last week oh, when that's we talked when we talked about families, and she called our number in crisis, and mm-hmm. um, we were immediately. I mean, I actually answered that call. That makes me feel so good. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I devote did. a lot of time to this radio show every week. Yes. and it's it's just always good to hear. A story every week about somebody that we're helping. Yeah. So they called the eight four four number. Yes, yes they the called the eight four four and hope. Eight four four and hope, and yes. she called in the having the relationship with with Mark Jackson and his treatment center. We were able to uh, align them immediately, so she got an immediate answer, an immediate solution. Um, Oh, it, Mark, tell us about that then, if you will, without naming the person, of course. But, well, of course, yeah. of course. And, you know, Shore, Shoreline has, has been in business, I just wanted to say that quickly, since 1989. So mm. we, we've been in this for a long time. and I think that's 32 years. It is doing 32 my math. years, yes. Wow, that's so, amazing. Uh, so it, it's and it's been it's been done very, very well over those years. I mean, we've we've served so many so many kids mm-hmm. in, in that amount of time, and, and I'm very prou- proud of that record, and yeah. proud of the people that work there because our staff is has probably over fifty percent of them have been there twenty plus years working uh, in the facility. Okay, now that's impressive. Twenty twenty some years. How big is your staff? Our staff, we have eighty full time staff. So roughly forty so, I mean, forty time people yes. have been there twenty that is very impressive. Yes. Yeah. So they obviously care about what they're doing. They do. They yeah. do. And so Annette, uh, that's why that's one of the reasons why you referred to Shoreline Shoreline Re- uh, Treatment Center. 
Yeah, right, right. You know, you all may remember uh, Annette Martinez has been on the show a couple times before. Annette Martinez is our clinical director. She has so many initials behind her name that I've just decided that when something's wrong, I just blame her because she has all the initials. And call me. <laughs> and I'm just kidding, of course. But but, it, but Annette has done it all. Annette's personal story, if you haven't heard it, you should go to iHeartRadio and uh, go to Relevant Recovery Radio. And you will see the shows that Annette has been on, and you can actually hear her personal story. Uh, Annette is a, um, is a trauma counselor. She's an LCSWS, which means that she supervises. Uh, she is licensed to supervise other uh, master degree and licensed social workers. And so, as an example, uh, Jennifer O'Neill has been on our show uh, quite often, and she often tapes the show and sends it out, sends the podcast out to thousands of people every week to make sure that people are benefiting from our show. But uh, she is an LMSW, and her supervisor is Annette Martinez. Yes, it is. And she is delightful. And they like each other most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. So, uh, anyway. But but this show really is about Shoreline Treatment Center. And Mark Jackson is the CEO. And uh, uh, Mark has been doing, gosh, he's been in the rehab recovery industry, I think, for 40 years. You you started right when you were ten, yes, about yes. ten years old. Well, nineteen seventy-three. Yeah, when I was ten years old. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, Mark, and I are roughly the same age, but I have not been in the rehab industry for forty years. <laughs> I've been in the healthcare industry for forty years, but uh, but you know, different in some ways. So, um, so you you treat your census. I understand that it runs around forty. Yeah, 40, 40 adolescents uh-huh. per day. Yes. And the definition of an adolescent is what, 13 to 13 17? 13 to 17, yes. 13 to 17 years. When you reach 18, then you're considered an adult. Correct. And so you don't have 18-year-olds. That's right. Okay, okay. So, so you know, if it, you know, we often talk to parents on the show. We have a lot of parents mm-hmm. listening in uh, every Sunday. And, uh, and then a lot of other parents that actually, um, you know, click on the podcast and then listen to it at their leisure. Um uh, and again, if you want to do that, again, go to iHeartRadio and just uh, put in Relevant Recovery Radio, and then you'll see a list of all of our podcasts. And we have many, and we, each one has a title, so you can actually look at the podcast that, that is most relevant for you and the issues that you have in your family or in your loved ones. So, But there's a lot of good material out there that we've uh, on on our shows. So today we want to focus though on adolescent recovery. Tell us about your care model. Our care model. Our care model is what I would most likely call traditional 12 step. Mm, okay. You know, we're, okay. We're very focused on on what works. You yes, know, we, yes. We found over the years that uh, that that is the model that works. It's yeah. a, it's an and, abstinence And we could program. not agree more at Matthew's Hope Foundation. We totally agree. We teach 12 step every single day, two to three times a day in our detox and recovery program. That's so, it. Yeah, we yes. do it every day. We have excellent counselors. So I'm I'm really uh, I, I I figured that already because otherwise Annette probably would not have referred to you. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, we have just a commercial break coming up, so we'll be right back, folks. And we're we're going to talk a lot more about adolescent adolescent recovery and what it, what it is. All right, stay with us.
Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio. This is Larry Wittekind, your Matthew Soap Foundation host for today. We're talking to Mark Jackson. He is the CEO of Shoreline Treatment Center, located in Taft, Texas, which is right around the uh, Corpus Christi area. Uh, that that Shoreline Treatment Center has been in 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 uh, business now for 32 years. They started in 1989, and uh, they're they're housing about 40 adolescents today. Uh, they have a total of of 70 beds. And um, they they help a lot of people. And Matthew's Hope Foundation is now referring adolescents that come our way through our crisis line. Our crisis line, for those of you who don't know, is 844-263-4673. If you can't remember those numbers, uh, which is often my plight, <laughs> it's 844-AND-HOPE. 844-AND-HOPE. Uh, feel free to call that anytime. Many people have, and they have received a lot of help. We are there to help you. Uh, so, uh, Mark and Annette, um, uh, adolescents are very different from adults when they go into treatment, and uh, let's let's talk about that. So, yeah, so Annette, uh, you, you've had a lot of experience with that. Um, yeah, tell us tell us about that. And Mark, if you would also talk about the the, the specific programs you have. I mean, I understand you've got a 30-day treatment program and variations on that theme as well. So in working with adolescents, one of the most interesting things is that adolescents typically show you something's wrong. Um, They don't tell you. And if you ask an adolescent oftentimes what's wrong, the response is nothing or I'm fine. So, um, So... what adolescents will show you, and it's not just one of these things. So, don't they also say, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or you're the problem. <laughs> I've been through that. Mom, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah, you mom, know, not, yeah. Mom, it's not, not me. It's not me, Mom. It's you. <laughs> it's you. But oftentimes it's a combination uh, of problem or symptoms that'll show up. And so oftentimes with adolescents, there may be a change in their sleep pattern. Um, <laughs> You may notice a change in their friends, and and the new friends may be a group of friends that maybe you don't think much of. Um, Oftentimes, um, there will be a change, a noticeable change in appetite or weight, either loss or gain. For me, one of the um, more concerning signs that I see in adolescents when when there are changes, very significant, is a change in hygiene. Um. Yeah. You mean they start wearing suits and no, no, no. Usually, there's a big decline in their hygiene, <laughs> of course. and uh, and it and it's a change. Um, the joke is sometimes I'll say, well, if Joe's always funky, then you know mm. Joe's funky, and that's fine. But if when there's a change from a well-groomed, a well-cared-for adolescent, and um, all of a sudden they start neglecting their hygiene, oftentimes that's a huge warning sign. Isolating is also could be a, a warning sign that something's going on. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. as well, there's a, a drop in grades, or uh, or they get thrown off the tennis team. Or they the get thrown team, off the t- tennis team, or they're benched. Team. Even they're not thrown off yet, but they're benched. Absolutely, and, and, and they were really a good athlete. Absolutely, and the coach liked them, and then all of a sudden they they start missing practices. I I recently did a little intervention myself on a gal, 18 years old, 17 years old, and she was benched, and then was thrown off the team. And she was the best player on the team. And so the mother is going, what is going on? Right. Fortunately, 
you know, she was able to to call us at Matthew's Hope. We we're able to help her, and now there's help for her for her 17 year old. So, and we Matthew's Hope has even uh, partnered with um, a tennis coaching service, another charity, and uh, so you know we go to great lengths at Matthew's Hope to make sure that the adolescents that we serve, the adults that we serve, get the help they need. Yeah, and so so listen to what Annette's saying. I mean. Uh, it's a change in behavior, it's a change in their circumstances, a change in their hygiene, and often these things all go together. Their grades start falling. Maybe they were a straight-A student, and all of a sudden they got a B. Well, you might not think anything of that as a parent, but actually, if your child has been straight-A's for two years, and they suddenly get a B or a C, and they don't seem to care, ah, actually, that's a warning sign. Correct. Also, conduct issues at school. If there's a change mm, a in one. aggressiveness or irritability, <clears throat> that can be an indicator. As well as one other I'd like to mention is um, often an increase in somatic complaints, mm. headaches, right. stomach aches. Right. Um, mm. You know, those I'm not, you know, some truly do have headaches and stomach aches. So I don't want to ignore that. But often when you see these symptoms in combination with one another, it also often um, it can be very concerning that something is is wrong. And, and yeah, eating eating change, <clears throat> eating habit changes. Absolutely. And well, like you said, weight changes. You, you know. know, you know, the things you're talking about here really, really trigger me in a really good way because one of the things that we focus on at Shoreline so much is the system that the kids live live within. And everybody lives within a system. And so at Shoreline, we try to model good systems, if you will. For, as an example, we, we have an on-site charter academy uh, called Coastal Academy that that picks up their educational program so that they're actually going to school and, and completing their education, continuing their education while they're there. We even have graduation. Uh, this year, we we graduated 15 kids. Oh, that's that's, that's wonderful. amazing. Yeah. That's how, wonderful. So how long can a kid, an adolescent, be in your program? Well, the, typically, our, our typical length of stay is, is 30 to 45 days. Okay. But some of our but, kids yeah. come long-term, six to nine months. Okay. Very and, good. And it has okay. to do a lot with which system they came to us from, because we, we coordinate a lot with the various juvenile justice systems around the state. Oh, right. Of and course. so, yes. uh, you know, so... Uh, there's a number of our of our residents that, that come to us through juvenile justice as a referral or or sometimes as a commitment to the juvenile courts. And someone like that might actually graduate from high school exactly. while they're actually with you. Exactly. And, yeah. and then we also have uh, day students that, mm. that come from the local area mm. that participate in our academy. So that that's how we get 15 graduates, you know. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah. So it's the extra structure and support that allows the the the, the um, students from the community to come right, in and right. be successful. And and then then you know again getting back to the systems idea of it, the family system is is, is the family unit is so important, and so often the issues that that lead that lead a child to uh, substance abuse. Uh, proga, pro, problems, excuse me, um, come from the family unit. 
and they're yeah. mirrored in the family unit. And so the family component of our program is very important. And that that's you know gets us into the past year has been a real challenge due to the pandemic. So we've had to learn an awful lot about how to use Zoom meetings to do family therapy. <laughs> yes, and, yes. and you know what? Haven't we all? Oh, my goodness. Well, but yeah. it has added a dimension to treatment that is just phenomenal mm. because those Zoom meetings are almost as good as face-to-face in person. And so we can conduct our family program entirely over the computer. And so it uh, it is amazing, isn't so, it? Yeah. yeah. So during that do, time, do you, we, do you actually have better attendance because people don't have to drive, or is it worse attendance? Um, I think it's probably better. You think it's probably better? Yeah. You can't yeah. you can't do it. We've right. also always done yeah. a lot of um, uh, telephone. Uh, consultation sure. as well because sure. see we're bringing kids from all over the state and even out of state and so so you serve a very wide area yes we, okay. we do okay. we do we're, we're located uh convenient to to most of the metropolitan areas in the state but when i say convenient i mean within three hours so so, so if somebody is in crisis and wants to call you uh what number what, what number should they call 800 800- Three six two eight three two six five eight hundred six two eight three two six five. Very good. Toll free twenty four hour. Toll free hour. Good. Yes. Good. And for all of you out there, if 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 you haven't written that number, just call us and we'll refer you to Absolutely. Shoreline. Uh, yeah, but but we'll have you say that number again on the next uh, segment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks Got so much. Got a commercial break. Uh, please don't go away. Welcome back to Matthew's Hope Foundation, our relevant uh, recovery radio show uh, with Mark Jackson and Annette Martinez. And we're just talking about uh, the different systems uh, that uh, a Shoreline Treatment Center in the Corpus Christi area that they work with. And um, I think Mark would like to tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, They do have an excellent charter school that they work with that is on campus. So your you know your your adolescent your son or daughter uh, may may they've probably fallen behind in school because of their addiction. Uh, the good news here is when when you send them to Shoreline Treatment Center, they actually can can start back in school and they can recover. So they've got a, you know a supervised environment where uh, you know they're dealing with their addiction, learning how to how to live sober. And they're continuing in school while they're doing that. So that's one of the reasons why uh, Matthew's Hope Foundation really likes Shoreline. So, Mark, uh, tell us about how you know how your your uh, beds are arranged, and about some of the recreational activities and things that that your clients um, can take advantage of while they're there. Sure, uh, I like to think of things in terms of of groups or. I, we use the word often at, at Shoreline families, you know, and mm-hmm. family in quotes, so that there's so many different circles of interaction there in different families. And one of our one of our big family, of course, is our on on site school, and and our teachers are dedicated there, and they they coordinate all of the child's education with their home school district. So, oh, so, there there, you so go. that there's a. So they do coordinate the the textbooks, the studies, 
they keep up with the with the school curriculum. Absolutely, and and they came from. and whatever their whatever yeah. their good, good. educational commitment plan is, you know, we're we're, mm-hmm. we're following that. You know, and, we're and you have semi-private rooms, do you not? We have some semi-private rooms. Yes, we do. So yeah, only two students or two adolescents. Two, sometimes per room. three. Sometimes know, three. Two, yes. Yeah. Two, so it's two, not two a rooms. it's not a not a facility where everybody's in one big room. No, not at all. Yeah, and yeah. of course we're, se- we're segregated boys and girls. Of course, of course. You know, we, yeah, we have yeah. some some group activities, some, you know, uh, yeah, outdoor um, activities, yeah, yeah. Sunday fairs or if you will or or, you know, picnics and things like that that, that we and you, and you monitor keeping those boys and girls separate. We certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that hard? It, it's it's challenging, but it's doable. <laughs> it's doable, right? <laughs> there, there's a lot of waving in the hallways, you know. Sometimes, oh, I'm, but, I'm uh, sure. <laughs> but, sure. Well, what, uh, what kind what kind of activities do they can they experience at your place? Well, we we try to keep them physically active, of course, yeah, and yeah. so we we have a, a pretty active uh, uh, physical education program, if you will. And and in fact, one of our teachers is called Coach. And yeah, sure. uh, we've we've even looked at starting up a uh, flag football league in in the uh, in the fall, as well as a soccer league. You know, we, we're figuring the the boys uh, would like the flag football, and and the girls would like soccer. Uh, the flag flag football is actually part of the school system, part of the school. Right, league. right. I was so going to say five sure. on five. You know, yeah, yeah, kind of flag sure, football sure. that would be be important. And Sign we, me up as a coach. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. <laughs> I was really interested when you were talking as well about some of the different systems. You know, you were going back to systems and some of the different groups that you work with. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, we, we've worked very closely with um, local and distant uh, treatment centers, as an example. And since since we are our residential uh, substance abuse treatment, we often have to coordinate very carefully with uh, behavioral health uh, psychiatric mm-hmm. facilities. And because sometimes um, we'll come up against something that's a little bit more than substance abuse. It, it might be a mental health disorder. So we have a very close relationship, say, with with Bayview Hospital and Corpus Christi, which is our our go-to for for psychiatric issues, and and when we have to coordinate with that. Now we have a psychiatrist uh, full time on our staff. Oh, excellent, but, good. good. And and that's something else I really wanted to mention is our our medical system internally, because we have we have a fabulous nursing staff, and you know we we have twenty four hour a day nursing care. As well, because there's there's often often issues with with when kids get into drugs and alcohol that uh, they need there's some medical complications with that and we do detox too by the way so so we have a medical detox program that uh, is part of our of our program very very good so you've got a medical director for the detox program as well yes yeah yes. very very good so what's your food like. Our food is great. <laughs> our, food is great. Yeah, yeah. Our, our head cook is is one of those people that's been there over twenty years, okay, and um, we're we're very proud. Um, can you we, get a we, good barbecue there? Yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and we are um, we're instituting a, uh, a a weight reduction program for the staff. Uh, you know because uh, Sonita is just a little bit too good for us of a cook. <laughs> so we're, so we're all uh, we're all kind of going over the top there. And uh, but boy, it's 
it's very, very good. Oh, you know, when and you, nutritionally sound, I might add. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, we, we participate in the National School Lunch Program. Okay. So, uh, so okay. the uh, nutritional standards are are very strict. Yeah, very mm. strict. You know, with that with that program, if you've ever heard anything about that, but so, and we follow those to the letter. Oh, well, that's excellent then. Yeah, yeah that's good. Good to hear. Uh, tell us about your financial. I mean. Do, do people have to be wealthy to send kids to your program? Or? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. uh, you know, we're, we're very um, proud to say that we take all insurance plans. Oh, that's good. And okay. we including also... Including Medicaid. Including Medicaid, yes. All right. Did you yes. hear that, folks? See, Matthews Hope Foundation takes Medicaid and Medicare as well. And uh, that, that, that means that, you know, our reach is much broader. And we, you know, we have two different units and, and uh, we're able to put like people with like people very very easily, uh, we 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 make sure that uh, our clients are compatible and like each other, and so we can put put clients in different groups depending on their on their culture, uh, who they're comfortable with. We're we're very we are very um, careful about making sure that people are happy and they're comfortable in when they come into a Matthews Hope Detox program. Now our program is only for adults, so we partner with with Shoreline for adolescents. But um, I can tell you that Shoreline um, has the same philosophy. Uh, any program that, that accepts Medicaid for kids is a program that, that I like. Because you know what? Those kids are no different than kids that have wealthy parents. They all have the same needs, same desires. And, uh, and that, that's actually very, very good. So I commend you. Thank you. For Thank doing you. that. And we're also... Now, now do, you have a, do you have a program for kids that, whose parents don't have insurance? Well, yes, we do. I mean, <clears throat> in the sense that our programs are affordable. I mean, if you, if you uh, just our, our basic cost is some is something that the average family mm-hmm. could afford, can, can afford. on a, on a short term loan kind of basis mm-hmm. and things like that. It's it's just it's within reach. Let's you know, say. when when my son Matthew uh, needed recovery, uh, I had Blue Cross Blue Shield through my company. And uh, they paid for the first 30 days, right? Actually, it wasn't even quite. It was 28 days that they paid for. But they only paid for about two-thirds of the cost. So I had to pay the rest of it. Uh, and then I felt like Matthew needed another 30 days, right, for continued sobriety right. in a sheltered environment, you know, protected environment. Because he was addicted to opioids, right? So it was a fairly serious, a very serious addiction. Um and I had to pay that in full, but fortunately, I found a program that was affordable for me, and he was able to do that. Yeah, so affordability is just so important. Um, so, so you encourage people without insurance to give you a call. Yes. Okay. I and mean, we'll do okay. what we can, and if we can't help you, we will refer you to someone else. I mean, someone, we, okay. I mean, our our philosophy is that if someone calls us and needs treatment, we're going to get it for them. And if they if they can't Wonderful. make it with us, we're going to find a place that they can make. Wonderful, it. good, good. Okay, all right. So please feel free to call Matthews Hope at eight four four two six three four six seven three eight four four and Hope, or call Shoreline directly. And that number, Mark, again eight hundred six two eight three two six five. Very good. Say it again eight hundred three six two eight. Three two six five. Very good, very good. And something I'd like to add is that don't wait 
if the warning signs are there, don't wait. Uh, with addiction, we know that it's progressive, and it typically, once it hits a certain point, it doesn't resolve and get better on its own. It's, a, it's progressive. And so I ask families and loved ones and people that call, the sooner the better. Don't wait. It's like a, I always compare it to something like diabetes. You know, we want to know when our blood sugar is high, right? We don't want to know six years later when we're at the point right. of needing where, insulin. Where we have organ failure. Right, right. organ failure. Right. Tell right. me in the beginning, or maybe diet. Right, um, right. Yeah, so that, get help oh, fast. And that, thank you. That is so important. And again, those warning signs, those indicators, act early really is that message. Act early. Don't wait. Right. Uh, very good. Uh, uh, Mark, Annette, thank you. Uh, we have a little commercial break, and we'll be back, and we'll be talking more about these warning signs and how to actually get an intervention when you need it for your, for your adolescent. All right. Don't go away. Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio. This is Larry Wittekind, your host. I'm with uh, Mark Jackson and Annette, Annette uh, Martinez. And uh, we'd, like to, we'd like to talk about the family involvement in getting your teen, your adolescent, into intervention, getting your teen into a residential treatment program so they can actually start dealing with their addiction, get back in school, learn, learn, learn to like their sport again or their hobby. So, um, and Annette, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of punt this to you. So the warning signs are important. We talked about as soon as you see these warning signs, you know, talk to your son or your daughter. Now, they're, they're going to deflect. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to blame it on you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's mom's fault. It's dad's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't do this or this or whatever, right? And no family is perfect. Yeah, I mean, you know, every mom and dad will argue in front of their kids sometimes, even though they've decided a long time ago not to do that. But it does happen. Correct. Right? They're, they're, you know, families are families. They're not perfect. And and so kids will pick up on that. And then kids have pressure at school to try marijuana, try, you know, uh, uh, beer, bourbon, and it, can, and it can get a lot worse. And if your kid has been a victim because of over-prescribing over opioids for pain, post-op with your kid, well, then you, now you've got the issue of opioid addiction. Absolutely. Yeah, so, and oftentimes yeah. adolescents will, um, I, I just don't want to neglect the fact that for some some of us that are in recovery, that the, the substances are the solution. They're, so, they're the temporary solution to something that's troubling us, right? And so, but what happens is the substances or the substance use disorder becomes the problem and um, in our treatment center and Mark's treatment center at Shoreline you know we really want to get to the heart of it we want to know what's really going on what is the the substance use covering or hiding what's really going on and um, that's where the family that's where that's what, what we said a couple shows ago is addiction is a family disease it may only be affecting one member in a seven member family Right, but all seven members of the family are dealing with this disease. Addiction is a family disease; it is unavoidable. And so, if you're if your adolescent uh, is heavy into addiction, um, or you're pretty sure you're not even quite sure, but their behavior has changed, you can count on the fact that they are. And so, then you've got to determine what is it, 
where should what should we do about it? And families are, I mean, can I say never? Families are, are really almost never equipped to deal with it on their own, right? I mean, I, I am well-educated. I feel like I'm pretty intelligent. I've had tons of experience in the healthcare field. I have managed rehab units and recovery units in the past, and yet I was, I felt ignorant as a parent. And that is with a child addicted to opioids. And that is so common and so true in most families. The families will often perceive the problem is A and B. And however, when when the family member comes to treatment, we learn that it's so much greater than you know than the, than than the family may have originally believed. Um, it's often bigger, much bigger uh, than what the right. family perceives. Right. So we're, we're you know, at Matthew's Hope. We we strongly encourage our listeners to seek professional help. That's why we have our crisis line. That's why Shoreline has its crisis line. Um, it, it's just very important to seek professional help when you see significant behavior changes in your kids. Seek professional help. So, I mean, Annette, you know, um, you know, what should a parent do when they see a behavior change? Well, I mean, should they should they just call us and then we can help them with intervention? How does an intervention look? Let's just talk about that if we if we can. And I really think it depends on the 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 say the adolescent and the number of symptoms that 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 have changed, the number of indicators that may have changed. Mm-hmm. If there's you know several of these going on, if there's a decline in hygiene, or say you as the family member start smelling alcohol or marijuana. Are you find drugs in the drawers or in the backpacks? My suggestion is you call immediately. Um, call us. Call Mark. Um, you know, talk to your pediatrician if if that's what's necessary. Talk to the school counselors. But immediate intervention is is what I recommend. We also um, and there's mixed ideas about doing interventions with adolescents. Um, Some are supportive of doing professional interventions with adolescents. Others um, don't necessarily agree with that. But I I am aware that Robert Martinez has gift of recovery. And he not only does amazing interventions, he also can provide adolescent transport. Because oftentimes the family members are not able or equipped or not comfortable doing um, transporting their 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 adolescents to a treatment center. And Robert Martinez is going to be on our show next ne- week. Next week, yeah, and we're yeah. very delighted he's gonna he's gonna be on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give our listeners just a little bit uh, about Robert Martinez, real quick, if you don't mind. So I've known Robert Martinez for probably 30 years. And he's and not your husband. He is not my <laughs> husband, even though uh, sometimes we'll tease people. He's not. We're not related. He's not my husband. And he's been in this industry for quite some time, um, as long as Mark has. 
And, not, uh, quite. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> and what Robert does is um, he does some work for some private companies, but he has gift. He owns Gift of Recovery, mm. and that and, and in that business he does um, professional interventions. He travels. He'll meet families. And he, and he also, works with adolescents. And he works with yeah. adolescents. He can provide adolescent transport or mm-hmm. find somebody that can transport, uh, provide the transportation for adolescents to that a treatment is center. so key. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Long ago, I had to hire a transport team of two, two very skilled people to transport uh, my older son uh, to a treatment center. Yeah, it was successful. Yeah. yeah, a bit traumatic on dad and, yeah. and my son, but yeah. it but it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My older son is is the epitome of success. He he has uh, three children, uh, provided me three grandchildren, and uh, and uh, treatment his, works. His, his, his yes, treatment does work. Treatment yes, works. Yes, uh, an involved parent works, and that's uh, so. I'm so glad I was so involved because that really did work. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so, Mark, um, how often, if uh, how often, do you work with an interventionist? The family calls, and and your your or the system calls, and how often do you work with an interventionist? Well, well, we offer an assessment over over the mm-hmm. telephone. Okay, and, and okay. we we help people identify if. The, the kind of treatment that we have is is what's for is them. Is what's for them. Uh, and and you do that it, often telephonically. Yes, okay. we do. And, and and if it's not, we help them identify what is. Yes. Because sometimes okay. our level of care is not what they're looking for. Right. And, right. and there's there's a lot of a lot of talk out there sometimes that you know treatment centers like ours are roping people in or they're bringing people in oh, that don't need yeah, to be there be and there. that is so not the case yeah, I, was I mean there, there are so many uh, uh, there are so many resources there at, at all different levels and you know adolescents are not known for their cooperation when it comes <laughs> to going to treatment so so we try to give a very realistic assessment process that will identify the the, the best treatment for them mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very good. So, so most of your most of your clients come telephonically, and people just call you. They call they us. Just call. Yes. And what's that number again? That number is 800-628-3265. So y'all, we're nearing the end of our program. Please, please feel free to call Matthew's Hope Foundation. Or call Shoreline Treatment Center directly if you have a teenager that really needs help uh, between the ages of 13 and 17. Annette, thank you so much thank for you. being with us today. Thank you. Yeah, thank Mark, you. thank you so much. Being here. Yeah, yeah. So great to meet you, yeah. Larry. Thank you so much. Great to have you. 